It's Tuesday, February 23, 2021. The economic toll from the storms could reach as high as $50 billion. Texas power crisis over for now. Water crisis continues. Texas Republicans that falsely scapegoated wind energy are getting big bucks from the fossil fuel industry. U.S. rejoins the Paris Climate Agreement. Plus, the case for rebuilding U.S. infrastructure for climate resilience. All of those cases and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. With millions of Texans without water and heat, we see the vulnerability of windmills, especially when they're frozen. And we see the propaganda value of Fox News. Never mind that 80% of Texas power that relies on fossil fuels. That was also frozen. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, things looking up in Texas, at least? Uh, yes, Texas has begun to thaw, and electricity has slowly returned for most customers in the state a week after it was walloped by a massive, deadly, record winter storm that knocked out power, heat, and water amid sub-freezing temperatures to nearly 4 million people. Now it's also a water crisis. Hundreds of municipal water systems in the state literally froze. Now millions of residents are under boil water notices. Millions more in Louisiana and Mississippi face the same crisis. President Joe Biden has signed a new major disaster declaration freeing up federal emergency disaster and recovery funding. The statewide power failures were primarily triggered by the state's deregulated and privatized electric grid that did not require private power companies to winterize their systems. So they didn't, preferring to pocket the profits instead. And the state's customers are paying the price, literally. Some retail utility customers have already received bills in the thousands of dollars because the Texas deregulated system allows that. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott has pledged investigations into the catastrophic system failures and says state leaders are moving to alleviate massive energy bills triggered by the storm. He better not look too close in that investigation. The Texas grid is primarily based on natural gas and coal plants, which failed. But Earther reports that Republicans who tried to falsely blame renewable energy Energy for the power outages are, surprise, recipients of, quote, a dizzying amount of money contributed by the fossil fuel industry. What? Republican senators Ted Cruz and John Cornyn and Republican Representative Dan Crenshaw were the top three loudest anti-wind voices from Texas. They alone snagged more than $1.1 million from the oil and gas industry in the 2020 election cycle. You get what you pay for. The catastrophic Texas power outage is also just the latest sign of the risks that increasingly extreme weather intensified by man-made climate change now poses to the nation. Cascading crises waiting to happen due to our failure to invest in, maintain, and upgrade America's aging infrastructure for decades. The record winter storm triggered power outages from Oklahoma to Ohio, halted one-third of U.S. oil production, and disrupted vaccination distribution in 20 states. Economic losses could top 
$50 billion from a single storm. You get what you pay for. The Texas power disaster underscores again the warnings of environmental groups about climate change. U.S. infrastructure is not prepared for the present, much less the future. Yeah, but that is a lot of money to get from the fossil fuel industry, don't you think? Biden's newly minted Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg connected the dots between the catastrophic failures in Texas and ongoing record billion-dollar disasters in the U.S. in recent years. He made the case on CNN for Congress to pass Biden's Build Back Better infrastructure proposal to harden the nation's critical systems for resilience against accelerating climate impacts. The question is, you know, how uh, far do we want to let America fall behind before we finally do something? I don't know. Let's ask the oil companies. But I think we've come to a moment where it's very clear, in some cases, crushingly and bluntly made clear by uh, things like what Texans are suffering through this week, Mm. that America cannot wait any longer, that we can't afford not to act. Finally, some good news. The U.S. has officially rejoined the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement as President Biden erases former President Trump's withdrawal from the landmark international compact for all countries to cut their contribution to greenhouse gas emissions that cause man-made climate change. In remarks to the Munich Security Conference late last week, Biden urged government leaders to meet the climate crisis with the urgency that it requires. We can no longer delay or do the bare minimum to address climate change. This is a global existential crisis. And we'll all suffer, we'll all suffer the consequences if we fail. We have to rapidly accelerate our commitments to aggressively curb our emissions and to hold one another accountable for meeting our goals and increasing our ambitions. Wow, it's as if we never left. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. So take a deep breath, pick yourself up, start all over again.